the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. We talk to Joey Vitale every Friday. Next week, we have Thanksgiving, so we aren't here. We're doing a best of on Thursday, and we're doing a best of on Friday, too, because Michelle and I are going to be out shopping at malls and in really small stores without masks, because that's just the way we roll. You know, Randy, that I do not participate in Black Friday. I know you don't. Neither does Joey V, but I know Joey V is just a a wizard in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and... I would trust nobody more than Joey Vitale in asking about turkey preparation for Thanksgiving. He's with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Joey V. How you doing? Randy, I'm doing terrific. And I don't know where you're going with this, but if we're talking turkey and you're talking wizards and you're talking about Black Friday and what you can get your significant other, I'm going to tell you right now. Invest in a thermometer, a meat thermometer. It mm. will save you the guesswork. It will make your meat come out tender and juicy. You're never, ever going to overcook anything ever again. When that thermometer hits 160 on that old bird, boom, get that thing out of the oven. Joey V, I have a Weber Eye Grill. It is a thermometer. You put the probe into the piece of meat or the bird, and you download the Weber Eye Grill app, and oh, wow. you can be sitting inside if it's 20 degrees outside and you have the turkey out on the grill. When it gets to be 160 degrees, it shows up on your phone. The temperature does. See, to me, Randy, I love it. You know, there's so many purists out there, like old, old Bubba. Old Bubba from Memphis be like, no, I don't do it that way. That's that, that. I do it the purest way. We do the blah, blah, blah. And you feel the meat and this. I don't care. I don't care if you got a phone. I don't care if you got a telescope. I don't care what kind of instrument you're using. When I eat it, I want a good meat. Mm-hmm. So whatever it takes, and I'm with you. If it comes on your phone or it comes on your iPad or your, your ear pods or whatever, I don't care. If, if it comes out in a juicy bird, uh, it's a good thing. Because, you know, birds, birds are uh, five degrees one way or another. They're raw perfect or overcooked so you really got to keep an eye on those birds and if whatever it takes to get it done right is is what it's about i think so what is the perfect way in your eyes to prepare a turkey do you fry it do you put it in the oven and and roast it do you put it on the grill how, uh, smoke it how do you play this my, my brother-in-law he he does the turkeys and i think he deep fries them in this big bucket of peanut oil mm. now, no, it's not oil it's not oil <laughs> if you're from the south they say they say peanut oil oh. oh. Oh, right. <laughs> so I have a sister-in-law. She's from Arkansas. She's like, throw some of that peanut oil on that. I'm like, yes, sir, right there. Give me some oil. You know what I mean? So uh, he fries it in peanut oil. And you know what? And frying takes a lot of guesswork out of there as well. If you ask Chris Kerber, he does it in a sous-vide, which I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys know what the sous-vide is. It's basically this new hack that came to the restaurant business. I want to say like 15 or 16 years ago. But you basically put your meat in this plastic bag. And then you just submerge it in this water at the temperature you want it. And you can let it literally sit there for days. And uh, so that, that's certainly a, a 
fancy way to do it, but I think we're just going to do it right in the oil and, and just and just have at it. You know what I mean? Just all the fixings right on the plate, and we're not really sure what the celebration looks like next week. We I always host my entire family, both sides, like 70 people at our house wow. running around. So we're going to obviously not be doing that, but we're going to hopefully get my mom and dad over to some degree, and it's an ever-evolving thing, so we're just trying to – keep her head above water about the plans of what it's going to look like. Joey, you mentioned the fixings on the plate, so I need Joey V's Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving sides. Wow, let's just start. we got to have the mashed potatoes. Does gravy count as a, uh, a side? No, no, it's an accoutrement. Yeah, it's an accoutrement. You yeah. can just put that together. I like it. I like it. Okay, so you got the turkey. So the three sides would be mashed potatoes and gravy, of course. Uh, my wife's cornbread stuffing. Yes, you heard it right. And and you know what I mean? So I I feel like I'm cheating on my sourdough friends a little bit, but (laughs) I think cornbread stuffing is is just worth that, especially if you throw some jalapeno. You guys like jalapenos in your stuffing, like a little spice? Never Never had had it. it. (laughs) I'm telling you, a little kick, a little kick is all it needs. So you have the cornbread, spicy uh, stuffing. You have the mashed potatoes uh, with gravy. And then, guys, I think to this final one, you know, I, I, I guess I gotta go with I got to go with yams. I love just a good yam. You know what I mean? Like a nice sweet potato yam. I know it's a lot of starch, but I'm a starchy guy. So that's it. Do you like mashed potatoes or I'm not mashed potatoes, uh, marshmallows with your yams? You know, I do. I like marshmallows. My, my mom, yeah, my mom does it. I think it's a good little sweet, uh, sweet texture. She does this thing with her mashed potatoes that I've incorporated. Uh, we mentioned kitchen gadgets. We mentioned Black Friday and we're, we're obviously in the gift giving season. And I want to keep these small businesses going and afloat. So if you're out there and you can be a consumer to some degree and you have someone that loves the kitchen, uh, we talked about the thermometer. That's number one. Another great tip for the best mashed potatoes is you get yourself a ricer. Do you guys know what a ricer is? No. It's basically a compression. It's uh, you, know, you know like a garlic press and you put a piece of garlic in those, those, those pressers and you yeah. press yep. it and the garlic. So it's basically like that. It's a bigger version of that where you can stuff uh, – boiled or, or steamed mashed potatoes in this big press and you press them through these little holes like a, basically a little sieve wow and that makes the texture of the mash and they're they're big the biggest problem with them is you can't really store them any place easy in your kitchen and you only use them a couple times a year but that that is a big big plus for the mashed the, uh, mashed potato department another thing another tip i know people are making a lot of mashed potatoes so i'm getting off the rails here a little bit mm-hmm. but I, I am passionate about my mashed potato <laughs> When you boil the when you boil the potatoes and they're fork tender and they're done, okay, follow me here. Uh-huh. Take take them off, put them through put them through a sieve, put them through a drainer, right? Let them come out. Then the key is that most people just put butter and cream in them right away. Uh-uh, don't do that. Put the potatoes back on the pot, back on the stove with no water. Okay, so what you're going to do then is all this steam is going to start coming up, right? So what's happening is all the water is being taken out of the potatoes. So you get all this water in the boiling water being consumed by this potato. You drain them, get all the water out of there, put the potatoes back on the stove, and let it go for about four to five minutes and stir it. So what's going to happen is all the water from those done potatoes are going to steam out of them. And then when you're done with that, then add the cream and butter. So what's going to happen is those dry potatoes, they're going to suck in everything, all that goodness, all that creamy butterness. Mm. That, that's that's going to be the key, fellas. That's the key. If you want to win the mashed potato contest this year, your families get together, that's the key. Joey, what's the texture if we use a ricer? Is it like a really creamy mashed potato? Creamy goodness. There's no lumps. And you know Great. what? If you're a lumpy, if you're a lumpy potato guy, then maybe it's not for you. I don't know. 
Um, Joy, let's talk a little bit of hockey while we have you, <laughs> if you don't mind. So Elliot Friedman had a great piece over at Sportsnet in Canada about players feeling angry and betrayed by the NHL's new CBA amendment proposals. What do you think about what's being proposed, and how do you think this is going to play out? Well, you know, it's it's basically when you get in a fight with your significant other, right? If something's been bugging you for a long time and you finally boil over and you say, hey, honey, I got to talk about something, right? And then you guys have this huge blow up, right? And then you guys aren't, you, the plan is not to talk for a couple of days. We've all been there, right, Randy? Mm-hmm. Michelle, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. That's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. We just had a huge blow up. We had a huge fight with our wife or our husband or our boyfriend, whatever it is. And now we're not going to speak for a couple of days. We need, we need a cool down period. So that's, that's where we're at. Things were brought to the players' attention a couple days ago that have got the steam really going in their ears. Uh, the biggest problem is that last year when this new CBA was negotiated amongst this pandemic and bubble and everything seemed to be good and, and everyone applauded the NHL. But I, I think very few people really looked too far in the future and saw what if this doesn't get better by January to start a new year. So uh, really, I mean, the, the position is this. Uh, so the CBA is obviously it's a 50-50 split. Um, but all this COVID stuff, uh, I mean, it's crazy because they could not have projected this four months ago. And there's going to be a shortfall now financially. Where's this money go? How's it going to be divvied up? So this is where the owners are coming from. The league's coming from at this point. Now The, the players are saying, hold on a minute now. Well, what do you mean adjusting? There should be no adjusting. This is a deal. It's like you sign a deal on a home. You want to pay a million bucks for this home. And then the owner's going to come back later and say, hey, you know, I, I know that four months ago we, we agreed on a million bucks for this home, but I think because of the way the world's going, we're going to actually ask 1.2 because I'm not really doing that well at work. And the guy's going to be like, whoa, 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 no, no, we, we agreed on 1 million. So that's the conflict, and that's where, that's where we're at. So I don't know exactly uh, necessarily where this is going to go. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a couple days, I think, for the player side to kind of calm down, get their agents together, uh, get their ducks in a row, reconfigure get back to the negotiation table. I think this is just a, uh, a hard hit, but I do believe it will be settled. Uh, I think that both sides will come to a common ground here. And again, just like the pandemic over the summer, I think at least uh, fans should feel co- confident and comfortable knowing at least that it's not one side being too greedy because of they just want to be richer. This is more of a worldwide pandemic problem. So I think both sides will come together on it, but it is, it is going to be a little bit more give, I think, from the player standpoint, if they want to come back and play hockey this year. Joey V, great to hear your voice. Have a great Thanksgiving in next week, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Michelle. Always a pleasure. You guys have a great weekend. Have a safe holiday, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right. Thank you very much. That is Joe Vitale, Blues Analyst here on 101 ESPN, and as we said, a wizard in the kitchen. We're getting some texts from people. How about this one from the 636? Cannot agree more about what Joey said about the potato ricer. Have used one for years. It is definitely the move. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I probably won't be able to get one by next week, but the potato ricer will become part of the plan in the character household. You have some time, Randy, over the weekend. I'm sure if you really wanted to do it, you could get it done. I probably could. We have the Cuisinart. I just I just mix everything up with the, the Cuisinart, and it's pretty easy. Nice. So. I like the idea of the ricer, though. Next up, we've got the fight for you on 101 ESPN.